Welcome to Screen Thoughts with Hollister and O'Toole. It's a day of celebration here at Screen Thoughts. Yes, it is. It is, yeah. We are so proud and excited that this is our 50th podcast. So we wanted to do something to celebrate a little bit out of the box. And then we decided, of course, we had to do 50 films. Now, O'Toole, who likes to have boundaries in her life around all things. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... She, she know, wanted a boundary around the... Structure. Yes, Let's say structure. Okay, uh-huh. so... So the structure is that these have to be movies we watch more than once or often. You know how everybody has those secret films you watch? Guilty pleasures. So each of us have come up with 25. We haven't discussed them yet, and we're just going to sort of roll through them and talk about why. Okay, I was at a dinner party last night, and I was telling Mike to do this, and I'm like... Look, there are two ways I can approach this. One is I can lie and I can come up with movies where people go, oh my God, you know, of course. So I could go with this intellectual list of movies because I'm sure O'Toole is going to come out here with some big, big, big films. <laughs> I might but surprise the truth you. Is, or I could go with the fact that my guilty pleasure is to watch movies that either make me feel good or, or inspire me in some way. And I decided at the dinner party, everybody had a lot to drink and they all went through some of theirs. I decided that I'm just going to be authentically me. And I'm sorry that I waste so much time in a given year rewatching movies that have no value whatsoever to one's life other than the fact that um, they mirror myself. So the movies I chose, they either are a mirror into myself or they're a window into that which I aspire to be. And so the movies I chose, um, the 25 that I came up with, fit those two criteria. So we're going to go through and... I put mine in no particular order. They're okay, not, not Mine are not in any order either. Okay. I guess they're the order they popped into my head. The first one I have is Finding Forrester. Sean Just, Connery, right? Yes, it's based on Salinger's life. And the reason I, I chose it is because it taught me that it was okay to start a sentence with the word and. Ooh. I write a lot, and I do have a couple of other blogs that I write, and I often will do and, comma, and continue on with the sentence. And people will sometimes say to me, you know, you're not supposed to do that. Unless you're an improv comedian. And then there's some great... <laughs> and then? Yes. And there are some great quotes. Like, for example... The rest of those that have gone before us cannot study the unrest of those to follow. Wow. It's a great quote. To me, that's a you know a meaningful quote that I, of course, immediately after the movie wrote into my journal. You've set the bar very high. I know. So there you go. All right. So Finding Forrester is mine. And now Nicely your turn. Nicely done. Yes. Okay. My first one is Memento. Who? <laughs> Memento. You snotty intellectual snob. What's the movie? I don't even know the movie. movie. I'm sure you know it. It starred Guy Pierce and Carrie Moss. Okay. It was directed by Christopher Nolan, who went on to do Batman Begins. Okay. And this was that wonderful concept. Just when you think we've seen so many movies, there can't possibly be something that feels this original. It was about the man trying to solve the murder of his wife, but he has no short-term memory. Why would you want to see that movie more than once? This is the movie when you said that was the criteria. I remember seeing that in the theater, and the minute the credits started to roll, I thought, I need to see it again. I need to see it again just to see how brilliantly laid out it was. That it's a movie that kind of went backwards and forwards. So you don't watch it twice a year, every time. year for 20 years. 
Okay, your criteria was movies I've seen more than once, and I can't, oh, I can't binge then. like you do, Hollister. I know, There's honey. actually I very, know. there are very few movies I've seen I more know. than once. Okay, well, you know, you've got to come up with 25, so we, we know you have oh, at I, least 25. I did my best. Okay. My number two is The Mirror Has Two Faces. Oh, Lauren Bacall so deserved the Oscar for that one. Oh, no, she didn't. Yes, she did. Okay. I would have given it to her. Barbara Streisand. It's a story about a woman who is um, a bit unfortunate looking, to quote Legally Blonde, <laughs> who um, has a beautiful sister and a beautiful mother and she you know finds love in a strange way I'm not going to go into it if you haven't but but for me the great great thing of it is George Siegel's in it and I love the way he presents humor and at one point in the movie toward the end he's talking to his friend who is falling in love with Barbara Streisand and he says um you know I've been dating for the last three years I've been dating these women who are 20 they're basically stupid we can't have a conversation about anything. One of them, for example, I gave a farewell to arms to, and she thought it was a diet book. Oh, I love that you mentioned George Siegel okay, and not yes. Pierce Brosnan okay. or Jeff Bridges. No, or the no, other no. For me, George Siegel steals the show. So you're next. Okay, the next one won't surprise you at all. Moonstruck. I find this so self-explanatory oh, that I, I don't it's even the have glove to explain. And the fake hand. I can't stand well, Moonstruck. It's also John Patrick Shanley, who I think is one of the most gifted writers alive today. He went on, of course, to do Doubt, the play and the movie. I cannot walk by the Met without thinking of Cher's red high heel shoe getting out of that cab and snap out of it. My next choice is Mississippi Burning. Oh, nice choice. Thank you. By the way, I just want you to know that her facial expression shows shock and surprise. But also delight that I'm beginning to think we'll have no overlap whatsoever. Okay. We will get to 50. <laughs> Mississippi Burning, I think most people know, is about the, um, it's a movie with, that was inspired. It's not at all factual, but it was inspired by the um, murder of the voting rights activist Cheney. Um, Schwarmer and Andrew Goodman in the in the 60s and what sort of ensued from that. And Gene Hackman's in it, Frances um, McDormand. And it's just an inspiring movie about how we cannot stop, we cannot let racial um, bigotry take hold. And I just, I, you know, I love the movie. And my great quote from it that I really loved is when um, Gene Hackman's trying to explain what it was like to grow up poor white down in Mississippi, and he says, my old man was just so full of hate that he didn't know that being poor was what was killing him, not the people. Um, wow. Yeah, and I thought it really helped explain the genesis of where uh, racial prejudice comes from. So Mississippi burning it is. Okay, okay. what do you got? <laughs> You're making my list feel very fluffy. Good, good. <laughs> I'm so glad. Okay, so I'm going to stick to my original random order. My next one is something new. I remember the year it came out, one reviewer said, and I thought this was so true, that it said more about race relations in America than hmm. Crash did, which took the Oscar. I have never seen it. Isn't it funny you that you, the, the ones you'd see more than once I've never seen so far? Yes. Okay, I'll, I have, to, I'll have to work on that. Yeah. My next one is the remake of Sabrina. With Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford in a Gulfstream 2, <laughs> uh, you know, jetting around, wooing, you know, somebody eating Indian food with his hands in New York City, and she gets to be a photographer, which I would love to be. You know, I mean, that's the window I would aspire to be. I love be. that you put the remake on your list yeah. and not the original. Oh, my. Well, the original is so much better. Why would I want to watch that <laughs> over and over again? Sabrina with Harrison Ford. Thank you, Harrison. One of your all-time great movies. And when he runs and catches the Concorde to get her at the end, fabulous. Sabrina. Of Sabrina. course, he's a pilot Sabrina. in real life. 
Okay, I've got another romantic movie. One Fine Day, Michelle Pfeiffer and uh George Clooney. There is a scene where Michelle Pfeiffer, she spills something down her shirt. She did, right. She's going to make a presentation. Yep, to her architectural firm. And she has to borrow the t-shirt from her small child. (laughs) She puts it on. Of course it fits because you're Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay, well, that's a good choice, actually. And and by the way, I have seen that movie more than once, but I wouldn't choose to. I mean, if you're flipping, it came... On. I watched it more than once. It's a great little comedy love story. I don't know why more people didn't see it. Like it, George Clooney wasn't yet completely established mm-hmm. as a movie. He's guy. very good in it. He was very still good. a TV yeah. guy, and people just didn't go in the numbers. I think they would go today. Okay. Well, my next one, which is funny that you're talking about Michelle Pfeiffer, because mine, of course, is Silence of the Lambs. Of course, it is. I'm surprised that we had to wait <laughs> until know. this point. Okay. The Silence list of the there. Lambs must be seen twice a year, and my daughter watches it also. And when we're having a fight she'll sometimes turn to me and say it puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again and we both burst out laughing she's she's quoting the cannibal right now i will tell you that i just saw an interview recently michelle pfeiffer was first choice to play the role yeah over jodie foster yeah and jodie foster begged to have it and michelle said it was too dark she didn't want to play it here's why jodie foster told the director yes jonathan demi yes Mm -hmm. she told jonathan demi this is why she wanted to play the role and this is why it is my top favorite movie to watch of all time it's about a woman who will do anything it takes to save another woman, and every obstacle in front of her is a man. Oh. So there are so many different men who are obstacles to her doing just that, whether it's Hannibal Lecter or the killer himself or whatever. And, you know, talk about a heroine whose every single obstacle happens to be male, and her whole goal is to save females. My list is stacked with romantic movies. And I'm shocked to hear that. <laughs> yours, By the way, some of them are. Yours you know, have women with only male obstacles. No, I, I excuse me, Sabrina. Sabri- Sabrina is a romantic yeah, but comedy. Even there you like oh no, I've got a lot. Of, honey, we're just begun. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that was Silence of the Lambs. Okay, next. Okay, I'm going to do Woman of the Year. Oh, God, which I'm, I, like, I need to ask classic. which one. Right, exactly. Um, love that movie. When when Spencer Tracy takes Katherine Hepburn to the baseball game and she is wearing that ridiculously large hat and nobody behind her can see the game, I think it's one of the great comic moments. Okay, well, you know, everybody has their own sense of humor <laughs> that has to be direct. Hepburn and Tracy, come on, that's classic. Yeah, you know, I find them a little stiff. Okay, what are you going to leave with next? Civil unrest, no, genocide, no, no. <laughs> murder. No, so woman of the year. Okay, how many times have you that seen it? I had a woman in the title. <laughs> that's good. How many times have you seen it? Oh, probably three. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good. When we adjust that on the Hollister scale, that's probably like 14 for you. Okay, well, that's true. Uh-huh. Okay, so now I'm going to go with The Hunger Games. Games. I told you, murder, cannibalism, No, genocide. no, The Hunger Games. But by the way, I had never heard about the, the uh, books. I had not read the books. I went to see the movie because there was this burst of energy around it. And I had loved Jennifer Lawrence. I saw her in Winter's Bone. and so, for an Oscar. Right, and so I immediately wanted to go see the movie. I had no idea what it was about or anything. And when I saw it, I thought, oh, my God, this is the first girl heroine, girl heroine, girl superpower, superhuman heroine that I've ever seen. And it was the first movie in my mind of its kind where, um, where it was a beat 'em up, rock 'em up, you know, that's centered with the, the woman heroine. 
at the same time, I walked away sad that I loved it so much because the truth was it was about children killing each other. Yes, it was. And so, well, I don't know why. So there's that piece of me, but I've seen it a number of times. And each time I've seen it, I've been, I've been happy to watch it. So I included it because it's the truth. If I look at the top 25 films that I've seen the most, Hunger Games is in there. It's a little bit like Lord of the Flies with more weaponry. Right. I, you know, I read the book in high school because we had to. Uh-huh. Okay. But that's not a movie I would watch over and over yeah, again. No. Okay. Uh-uh. Okay. Next, your turn. Okay. I'm going to say The Color Purple. Oh. Yep. Oh, how nice is that? That was the so first. Long. It's um, hard to watch over and over again. It's so shorter long. than the book. Is Alice it? Walker's book oh. is brilliant and really carries on far beyond Oprah the plot Winfrey, of the movie. Oprah Winfrey, amazing, amazing. Oprah award. Winfrey, yeah. Whoopi Goldberg, no, no, Danny I like Glover. It. I it's like so it. hard to believe. It's it a little depressing. It is the first movie I ever saw where I woke up the next morning crying. And I'm going to say it's probably my favorite Spielberg movie. Okay, I'm going to go with The Last Castle. Robert Redford and James Gandolfini. And in the end, it's not a happy ending, but in the end, it is a happy ending in some ways. And I think that it is filled with Robert Redford as his best, at his best, strength, honor, commitment. You know, I just really loved it. So The Last Castle, I've seen, I don't know how many times, maybe 20. And Mark Ruffalo is in it too. Yes, he is. Yeah. Well, coincidentally, Robert Redford made my list with my next movie, too. And this, I know, is not PC and, you know, it's awash in imperialism and colonialism, but... That's quite an intro. (laughs) Out of Africa. Oh, okay. The first movie I ever saw in New York City. Okay. By the way, the cinematography alone makes you want to watch it over and over again. Oh, my goodness. Yes, beautiful. Um, By the way, that's the kind of movie, though, I probably wouldn't watch it because it needs to be on a big screen to really... Well, since I saw it on an enormous big screen, it always brings back that memory. And, of course... Meryl Streep's storytelling abilities where she plays Isaac Dennison and just that dinner scene where she's sitting there and they try to give her words she can't rhyme like foot. So yes, I want to be Meryl without the philandering husband who gave her syphilis and without the crop failure and without the plane crash plot spoiler, (laughs) but you know, Robert Redford hair washing Savannah, what's not to like. Okay. You got it. You got it. <laughs> so we're going to move right into Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, okay. okay. Which has to be You've watched. come down to my level, Hollister. Oh, Thank no, you. You have to watch Sleepless in Seattle at least once a year. And also, the star for me in Sleepless in Seattle is Rosie O'Donnell. She was wonderful Unbelievably. In that movie. And also the scene mm-hmm. where um, Tom Hanks mm-hmm. and uh, his his real wife. Or I think Rita they, Wilson, I think yes. they might be broken up by no. now. No. Yeah, I believe so. No. They're okay. still together? Uh, okay. I mean, you know what? Uh, forget it. I, I'm wrong, but I'm right. And there's a scene where she's describing crying and, it, you know, I mean, yes. every, you know. And that, Victor Garber. And it's Nora mm-hmm. Ephron, who, by the way, really the screenplay came from somewhere else. And we talk about Slippers in Seattle in our Nora Ephron podcast. But I do watch that movie often, and the little boy, everybody is just mm-hmm. so clever in it. So, Sleepless in Seattle, and Rosie O'Donnell. I mean, the, who can ever forget Rosie O'Donnell saying, you know what your problem is, you don't want to be in love, you want to be in love in a movie. Yeah. Wonderful line, wonderfully delivered. So um, far, you don't have any of mine, huh? No, and since we seem to be having well, a little really bit of a friends. role reversal I know, here, but I like you a lot. You did Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> okay, my next one's Persepolis. Oh, okay. I think it is sheer genius for Marjan Satrapi, a wonderful use of animation based on her comic books, or as her publisher likes to call them, her graphic novels, um, really about her childhood and growing up in Iran and then moving to Austria and France. There should have been another Oscar category because it lost Best Animated Film to Ratatouille, which I have to say I really enjoyed Ratatouille, but I can't imagine that Persepolis and Ratatouille are the same species. 
They're not. They're not. Um, except for they don't have real people in them. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to move to It's Complicated. Nice. Well, Nancy, Nancy Myers. Myers is one of my very, very favorite directors, as you know. Can't wait for her. The Intern is coming That's out in right. November. Well, Anne um, Hathaway, right? But of her films, you know, of late, you know, and she did The Parent Trap too, like yes, twenty five years ago. But uh, of her, right? Movie. Exactly. Of her movies of late, for me, it's complicated. Is great. She's a genius, and um, I think she write. I, I think she's one of those people who she directs what she writes herself. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's a you know I don't usually like that, but I think in her case she can really bring exactly what she writes to fruition visually as well. And I think that's one of her geniuses is that she knows exactly what it's going to look like. So, and then she can recreate it because she's the director, etc. So, and she mirrors my point of view in all things, no question. And I like Alec Baldwin in it, and He's I don't always like him, but his comedic timing, is perfect. his fa- it mm-hmm. is unbelievably great. Her kids are fabulous, and Steve also, Martin. Oh. you know, all of the homes in it, every single one, yes. I would like to live in. She so, turns out real yeah, estate porn. It's, a, it's really complicated. Does. She does real estate porn. Mm-hmm. That's her. Well, it's funny, because so many of my favorite movies are written and directed by the same person, and I think that gives the films often a unity of vision, and I'm just going to tiptoe right up to our synchronicity here with another Nancy Myers film, My favorite something's got to give oh okay i know um that movie just made me laugh out loud and not only did i see it more than once i think i might have seen it more than once within a 24-hour period in the theaters really yes oh my god i can't imagine i've never done that i don't think Mm -hmm. loved it okay Mm -hmm. okay and you thought that that keaton was really good in it Keaton paired with Nicholson was a fabulous, inspired she was combination. Awkward. There were two scenes in there that were not believable. Oh, I, I loved that movie. Okay, when she is on the phone with the cops, and she says, oh, I loved it. When she's on the phone with the cops, the and she says, Oh, sorry, he's someone's dating my daughter. Someone's yeah, broken someone's broken in. in. But uh-huh. no, he's dating my daughter. It's awkward. And, and when it's Jack not real. Nicholson says, Who would have thought that would be worse? I just, I laughed out he loud. He delivers his line beautifully. Really she does. is not believable. Just saying. I thought it was fabulous. Okay. Okay, I'm going to move to Goodwill Hunting. Oh, nice. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've seen that movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, you know, Robin Williams, um, uh-huh. obviously the steal, stealer of all things. Won in that. the Oscar for that role, right? He did, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and they won it for writing it. Um, I think it's one of the great films of all time, and I think it's moving, and it's inspiring, and it's thoughtful, and it puts everybody in their social place the way they should be, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting, I probably see it once a year. And one of the best Oscar acceptance speeches of all time. Oh, my God, for sure. (laughs) I don't know if I can really say this with a straight face, but in the spirit of honesty and movies that I've seen more than once, my guilty pleasure, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. With Brad Pitt and... And Angelina Jolie. Okay. The movie that started the scandal. And I got to tell you, when this movie was being... You can just leave it there if you want. No, no. When this movie was... I mean, when I'm going to dig the hole, I'm going to dig it as big as possible. But how many times... Seriously, how many times have you seen that movie? I've seen it in English and Spanish. I might have seen it in Russian. I'm going to say probably at least five times. Oh, my God. Maybe six. Parts of it, probably even more. Shocking. I know. And when they were marketing it, um, there was a wonderful series of billboards. I don't know if that's the right word because they were more vertical than horizontal in New York City. And so there was an enormous vertical of Angelina Jolie and her black dress. And then if you walked around the corner, there was an adjoining one of Brad Pitt. And honestly, if I could have figured out a way to climb that building and get that that billboard down, I would have papered my walls with it. Okay, then. <laughs> Alrighty. Alrighty. 
I'm sure a grateful nation thanks you for that choice. But see, I'm glad we're in a judgment free. Uh, yes, zone. we are. Yes. You know, I support you in all things. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Let's move to remember the Titans. Oh, you know, I don't remember the Titans. Oh, <gasps> was that about football? Yeah. Okay. It's it's based on a true story of the first high school that was integrated in North Carolina. Oh, yes, yes, And then they yes. win the title. Yep. And it is an amazing, amazing, inspiring story about, um, about again, about racial relations, but in a positive, fabulous way. And I love it. And plus, the dancing and the music is unbelievably great. It's from my time in high school, so it's from the 70s. Remember the Titans. Next. Okay. Um, I've got Up in the Air. Okay. I can see that. George Clooney, Vera Farmiga, and Anna Kendrick. I got to say, that scene where the three of them are discussing relationships and what you're looking for in your soulmate, I, I think it's a brilliant scene. Okay. I'm going to move to Witness. Uh, and all I have to say about it is Harrison Ford dancing, you know, in the in the barn and the barn raising and the beauty of the Amish barn raising etc. Great screenplay. Amazing mm-hmm. witness. Yep. Okay. Um, room with a view. Ah, room yep. with a view. Or as I okay. like to say, hair with a view. <laughs> I think you could just watch the movie for the hair alone. I went back and rewatched this recently, and Helena Bonham Carter looks like she was about twelve years old when they made this. Julian Sands. And when I went back, I was actually surprised to realize that Maggie Smith and Judy Dench. We're not the spinsters in the movie. I'm going to move to the Shawshank Redemption. All right. Tim Robbins, Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. One of the one of the great movies of all time. Okay. It's about patience, which I don't have. I've got so for that. me, that window that I aspire to be patience, he was a patient man. We did 15 years to escape. Okay. And then also it was about friendship and friendship on so many levels. I think it's a great, great movie. Very inspiring. I'm going to add the lives of others the German movie that won the Oscar for Best Foreign Language Film. I think it is a flawless film. The artistic integrity reaches such heights, and you should really watch it um, via DVD because the director's commentary has got to be the best ever director's commentary. Okay, well, I just want to say that foreign films in other languages, Not when you're going to watch a movie <laughs> over and over again, it means you have to pay attention in a way that I don't wish to. When I watch the Shawshank Redemption for the 10th time, I can, you know, do a few other things while I'm watching it. It's sort of background more than it's foreground. So that's not going to happen for me that I'm going to pick up that movie. But I, I, again, once again, I knew you'd come up with really smart movies. No, see, as you've pointed out, I'm the deep sea diver where you're the water skier. So you cover a lot of territory, sometimes simultaneously. But I love that when a movie is so well done down to every single detail that if I watch it more than once, I'll notice something great the second, third, fourth, fifth viewing that I missed the first time around because there's so much going on. Okay, my next choice is not a movie. But it what? is all right. Wait, I know it's gonna upset you. You're probably gonna say, Wait, wait, wait. You're okay. gonna see what okay. Right. You know that the West Wing is my favorite series, okay. and there are certain episodes that I watch over and over again. So mm-hmm. I pulled one out. I figure I'm entitled to one West Wing episode, especially because I've probably seen it 50 times. The episode is called The Supremes, yes, and it's got Glenn Close in it. Nice. And Basically, they're going through trying to see how they can get some really strong Supreme Court justices mm-hmm. past Congress. And it's just a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant episode. And there are four episodes that I could have brought forth. There's probably 50 you well, could have no, brought forth. Well, no, there are four your... that I watch over and over again. And one I watch at Christmas time, and it's a one of the Christmas episodes of the seven, uh, seven Christmases that the series went through. But anyway, I chose The Supremes because if you watch 
only that episode, you're going to get the best of what the West Wing has to offer. It's fabulous. The Supremes. Okay. I do applaud your restraint that you limited yourself to one episode of the West Wing. Um, But that's it. That's it for TV. Yeah, it is. Yeah, You're done. Okay. All right. (laughs) Back to your rules. Okay. (laughs) All right. A song for Martin. Um, You know, I do love foreign films and this one's Swedish and it is a devastating movie. The highs, the lows, the roller coaster, the passion, the heartbreak. It deals with Alzheimer's. And only the real life story behind the stars could trump the plot of this movie in terms of heartbreaking. Okay. Okay, a few good men. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Aaron Sorkin again. Well, of course. Your boyfriend. By the way, I have him a couple of other times too. Uh, I bet you do. Demi Moore, her finest performance for sure in film. And a tough hairdo. Um, a t- well, yeah, but you know what? She looks good pretty much anything. I can't handle uh, the hair. <laughs> yeah, and I think he did a great job too. And I Tom know, Cruise, I know B&B. Tom Cruise makes it, but he's really good. And that speech at the end, delivered by the great Jack Nicholson, uh-huh. is one of the great. You know, you you know, you can you don't want to hear the truth. You it's, can't handle. The yes, truth. you uh-huh. can't handle the truth. So for me, a few good men has watched at least a few good times every year. Wow. Okay, um, I'm going to bring us back a little bit now to Rear Window, Grace Kelly, Jimmy Stewart. And I have to say, the thing I remember most about that movie is Grace Kelly's little handbag, where he doesn't want to take her on a trip because he said she'll overpack, and she fits everything into her little Kelly bag, if you will. Um, it's my role model whenever I take a trip. Okay, well, you can have that if you'd like. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to move to Ordinary People. Oh, Robert Redford's directorial right. debut. Now, the problem is it's not on Netflix. It's not on Hulu. It's not even in Apple TV, which is wow. shocking. You have to watch it on Amazon. Ordinary people with not ordinary channels. I know. Um, ordinary people. And I don't really know why I love that movie. Mary but Tyler I, Moore? Timothy no, Hatton, I, you know, I don't Donald really Sutherland. like her. I don't think I find her to be warm and fuzzy, which, of course, she isn't in that particular movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the movie. I love the screenplay. I love the shrink in it. I love... Of so many aspects about it. So ordinary people. And a great example of how a limited location movie can just yes, be a shining exactly, star. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I'm bringing us back to Nora. I would not be honest if I didn't put When Harry Met Sally on the list. Okay, that's the first one. We have the same. Oh, ding, ding, Yay. ding. Ding, 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 the only one. Yes. Well, everybody's watched When Harry Met Sally more than once. Now, I'm sure you've also paid tribute to the movie At Katz's Deli, where Rob Reiner's mother... Uh, filmed that infamous scene. No. Nora Ephron, her two great loves were the movies and food. And so Katz's Deli in When Harry Met Sally. And from You've Got Mail, Cafe Lalo in New York City. For anyone who's never been, Cafe Lalo on the Upper West Wait, Side. Wait, is You've Got Mail in your list? No, but it's an ancillary. I let you have nee, a TV nee, show. Nee, 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 nee. <laughs> <laughs> See, who's rulesy now? <laughs> okay. When Harry Met Sally from both of us. Yay. Yay. Okay, I've got You've Got Mail and I... <laughs> Oh, for heaven's sakes. Yes, okay. You've Got Mail is on my list. Okay. I love You've Got Mail, and who wouldn't? And how could you? It's just a funny, nothing, amazing little love story. And um, and I think everybody likes it, so I don't really have to say too much more. Based on a classic movie written by a great Hungarian Right, about letter writing. That's yes, right. exactly. She brought it into the yep. modern era. Okay, what's love got to do with it? What's love got to do with it? Do with it? <laughs> And as you but know, about a secondhand emotion. Tina Turner is my idol, and Angela Bassett did such a good job of portraying her that when they cut to real Tina Turner footage at the end, it threw me out of the movie for a second because Angela Bassett had so taken off. Her Interesting. Persona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Good choice. Good choice. Okay. Um, the Godfather one and two. 
I lumped them together. Oh, you little cheater. Well, okay, it is I'll because I, I, I can't pick between the two of them. But They are like a set. Yeah. Now, by the yeah. way, I, it's once every three years that I watch Godfather 1 and 2. And you know what's interesting about that? What can I say? I mean, Al Pacino, this is the role that makes you love him. And you mentioned you've got mail, and Tom Hanks is always quoting The Godfather. I know. Yeah. Go to the mattresses. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can laugh if you must, but I'm adding beaches to the list. Oh, I like that. You know I, what? I've seen that many times. I yeah. love that. I would have added that had I, I thought of it. I mean, just watching her bang on the radiator, asking them to send up some heat when she's in her little tenement housing there. And when she's under the boardwalk, do you know who plays her under the boardwalk? Yes. yes. The one from The Big Bang Theory. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. uh, she does a really good job. Bette Midler is a great actor. She really is. I'm going to go to The Holiday. Oh, another Nancy Myers one? Uh -huh. Wow. Aren't yeah. you stacking the deck? I know. Well, I can't help. But, well, look, this is the truth. Every Christmas, I watch The Holiday. It's always on mm -hmm. TV a lot around then. And it's, um, you one know. One of my favorite Jude Long movies. It is. A mm -hmm. You know, he's great he's in that great movie. Oh, my God. He's so cool in that movie. I love Jack Black in that movie. Jack Black. It's mm -hmm. the first time. I didn't find him ridiculous, mm -hmm. you know, and also I found him sexy and appealing in a in a sort of ugly, sexy way, you know, to quote Kissing Jessica Stein. i got to tell you, I think Nancy Myers does a great job she with does. her male actors yep. of making them so appealing. And once again, both the houses in it, I'm, I'm Wonderful. in. Wonderful. I know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're right. It's all about, you know, sexy real estate. So, um so the holiday, it is the holiday. And Cameron Diaz plays someone who cuts trailers, which is an art form I have a new respect yes, for. Yes, Okay, I've got another Bette Miller movie. Okay, what is it? First Wives Club. Oh, my you God. Know, just, I, you know what? I've seen that movie so many times. Uh -huh. I can't believe I didn't come up with that. I love that movie. And just watching Goldie Hawn, Diane Keaton, and Bette Midler sing. Fill her up. And, and sing You Don't Own Me at you the end. You don't own me. Don't. Now, by the way, that uh, song, them singing it, is on YouTube. And I think it's got a couple million downloads. Wow. And by They're the way, not all me, by yeah, the way. Yeah, uh -huh. and I will tell you a secret that every morning when I get up, I list, I go onto my um, TV and I turn on YouTube and I dance to a song. Oh. I, I start the day dancing, and I can't remember who told me to do that, but it really starts your day in an uplifting place, and that's often one of the songs that I'll that I'll put on. That's awesome. That's yeah. like pop yoga asana. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, great choice. I love that choice. I love it. Okay, Double Jeopardy. Oh, with Ashley Judd? Yes. Love that movie. I know. I, I don't know yes. why, but I watch it once a year. Is that I do. Tommy Lee Jones? Yes. Love that movie. Yes. And I don't know why I watch it. And to tell you the truth, I often fast forward toward the end. Like once she gets down to New Orleans, it's a little slow. Mm -hmm. But um, I love the first half of that movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. And yeah. she's great in it. And I like Ashley Judd. I love Ashley Judd. Yeah. And um, you know, I couldn't decide between that and Kiss the Girls with um, Morgan Freeman. I had to pick. So I went with Double Jeopardy. See, just to make a movie analogy, it's kind of like Sophie's Choice. Not really, but it is. It it's hard, hard to no, figure out hard. which to put on the list. Okay. okay. Another old one, but I love it. Same time next year. Oh, God, yes. that's a great Ellen movie. Ellen Burstyn and Alan yeah. Alda. I love yeah. the premise. I love that it started out as a and play. The music. Alan Alda is one of my favorite actors. It's funny I didn't pick anything with him in it. Great choice. I would have. Lo I love that and choice. Ellen Burstyn used to be the uh, president of SAG. Love her. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. I didn't know that she was the president of SAG, but I love the movie. And when you're talking about movies you can see over and over, it's like same time next okay. year. <laughs> International Velvet. It's Tatum O'Neill. Oh. And she's about 14 or 15 in the in the movie. And it's the follow-up from National Velvet. Oh. And she is the niece of National Velvet. 
And I love that movie. And my daughter, uh, who used to ride in the Hampton Classic every year. Wow. The night before the Hampton Classic, before she was showing, we always watched International Velvet. And little Tatum O'Neill goes to the Olympics and rides uh, her horse in the Olympics. And it's a great, inspiring movie. A little piece of trivia is they tried to get Elizabeth Taylor to play the ant in the movie, but she wouldn't do it. Have um, I ever seen her play an ant? Well, no, that's probably why she wouldn't do it. But she was, of course, National Velvet, and the aunt is National Velvet, but grown up, and uh, her niece comes to live with her. And, of course, it stars your man, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, my God, he's so good in it, too. He's so good in it. You have to see it. anyone's skin? You have to see it. He's, it's great. So International Velvet it is. Okay, what's your next one? Okay, another animated movie, Beauty and really? the Beast. Oh. Mm-hmm. Angela Lansbury playing Best song ever, and it won... Yes, it did. It won the Oscar. Okay, can you sing a bar? I can't sing anything. Well, I, neither can I. What I does that have to do with anything? <laughs> well, apparently, levels of um, pride. Okay, that song makes me cry. Certain as the sun Rising in the east Tale as old as time Song as old as rhyme Beauty and the beast Tale as old time yeah yeah it's that, a great that movie, song it just it surprised me i think yeah. it's beautifully done i beast. love that old animation style definitely okay um the bodyguard <laughs> are we Don't at be, 50 yet you're such a bitch <laughs> no know, we're not at scarf, 50 yet the scarf and the sword excuse okay. me okay right. it's the because, bodyguard because... because just one day of my life I would love to have some big hunk of a guy in charge of making sure nothing bad could ever happen to me no matter what I do. All right. I'll respect that. Okay, Although thank I would you. rather be with Kevin Costner I am trying in to be, No Way Out. I am trying to be honest here, and you're making fun of me, and you're not going to hurt my feelings. If I'm not allowed to scoff at you, you can't scoff at me. Oh, I'm going to, but what is it? Oh, you are cousins. With, I have no idea what I'm I know. Ted Danson, Isabella Rossellini, and a motorcycle. Oh, Okay. Guilty pleasure. I love it. I think I've seen the previews and had no desire to see the movie. Probably not. I can't imagine. You're probably off watching Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) And I was watching the Or International Velvet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. Okay. You have your horses. I'll have my motorcycle. Okay. The Hunt for Red October. Oh, Oh, Sean Connery again. Yeah. Isn't that funny? He's been, yeah. But also Alec Baldwin. Yes. Yeah. You do love your Alec Baldwin. I do. Well, you know, I don't, but I do. Yeah, and I think The Hunt so for Red October is just a fun background, you know, movie when you're doing 10 other things. You can be cleaning the living room and it's good to put it on. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great movie. Okay. Italian Job. I don't know any of these movies. I know. Well, the cinematography was beautiful. How many times? To- I have to ask, how many times have you seen this movie? Probably twice. Okay. I'm I, looking for 25 times here. I, I don't have that. Okay, that and I, of course, day. do because I, mean, I waste we are so much on, time. Like, you know, okay, okay, okay. But um, Charlize Theron driving around Italy okay. in that Mini Cooper, I think there should have been an Oscar for Best Car. Okay, and it you should can have, gone have that. To the Mini you can Cooper. have that. Okay. okay, thank you. And I think she's a good actor, too. Mm hmm. Okay, Devil Wears Prada. Just oh, great choice. The clothes. Yes. Just the clothes alone uh-huh. and the remake when she walks in. And also, yes. who steals the show? Like Rosie Baker? <laughs> 
No. <laughs> Emily Blunt. No. Anne Hathaway? No. Oh, Stanley Tucci. How could you not have said Stanley that right away? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my Love gosh. Stanley Tucci. He is, you know, he is to that what Rosie O'Donnell, you know, was to. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so fabulous. True. Good, okay. good choice. And you know what? No, no, that wasn't a question. Had to make the list. <laughs> yes. Okay, sneakers. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. Robert Redford, Sidney Poitier, Mary McConnell. No, do I need okay, it? I remember. Actually, this, now I'm intrigued. Yes, it's a wonderful movie. And I remember when it came out, my sister saw it and loved it. And she said, well, I don't know if you're going to like it. I mean, it's not trashy and there's a lot of math in it. So, of course, that made me run out and see it that night. And I loved it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. a wonderful scene of a person locked in the trunk of a car. I'm going to definitely check it out because yeah. I love the combination Sneakers. of those people. It could be really good. How great is that? Okay. Private Benjamin. Oh, Goldie Hawn. Yes. Now, also, keep in mind, I was probably 21 when that came out. I don't remember exactly how old I was. But we never, women back then, we never got to be, you know, the, 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 the protagonist in anything. And it was so funny, the opening about her husband dying and, yeah. you know, picking out the, you know, the fabric and everything. It was just wonderful. Her wonderful. comedic timing Unbelievably so great. Good. Don't these come in any other color? We're almost done here. We have, we have two more each oh we do we have one more each sorry okay well then i'm gonna conclude my list with being julia oh annette benning i have to tell you i love annette benning i love her range i've loved her since i first saw her in postcards from the edge talking about pheromones and sadly every time she should win the oscar it seems to go home with hillary swank well, so I hope go. someday Annette Benning gets her well-deserved well, Oscar. First of all, I am not a lover of her, but oh. my last film is The American President, which also stars Your boy her. Aaron Sorkin It is again. again. There is American my... President is obviously the movie that The West Wing was based on as well. I, I think, think it was Michael Douglas's most appealing movie. Oh, my God, by far. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really, really a great movie. Mm-hmm. And also a great love story and a great story of, you know, doing the right thing in government, which God knows we could all use a little bit of, right? So, <laughs> um, So here we are. Nine months later, with our, our happy 50th, 50th. Yeah, happy yes. 50th. Yay for us. <laughs> and, and also a big thank you to out there for everyone who listens to us. We really appreciate it. So thank we're grateful you for that. So yes, much to our listeners. To everybody. Yes. yes. So enjoy your day. And there's our 50 movies that we've seen more than once. And here's to the next 50. And don't tell me what to do. And don't tell me what to say. And when I go out with you, don't put me on display. Pretty good. You remember. You don't own me. Don't try to change me in any way. You don't own me. Don't tie me down, because I'll never stay. Myself. That's all I ask of you. I'm young and I love to be 